Hey everyone, welcome to Third Party Controller Podcast. This week was a busy week for 3PC. Um, I had some um, events and obligations to go to, so uh, I'll talk about that next episode. I had to do an extra life, and I was also at uh, the Mega64 Game Days. Didn't record anything while I was there, but I'll talk about it next week. Also, the guys were really busy with other things. Um, yeah, so it was just a busy weekend. We couldn't get together, and we were bummed out because we felt like we might not actually have an episode for you guys this week. But I remembered. We have content that hasn't been aired on this show. On episode 72, Switch Rules Everything Around Me, we had to take out some news content, and we got some mail in that we answered, but... Um, for that week, for whatever reason, I couldn't upload everything. It was a really big episode, and I usually like to try to condense the episodes as much as I can, because I feel sometimes when we go over an hour and 30, and it goes a little bit longer, it could be a hassle. Yeah, it's a recorded podcast, but I don't like to, I like to have everything a nice little, uh, a nice tidy package, but this stuff I was, I had to take out due to the length, it couldn't upload, so... Um, you'll be able to hear that, the news that we ended up talking about, which was really cool. We talked about the voice actor strike and video games. Um, so we kind of put in our two cents about that and some other cool stuff. So sit back, relax, enjoy this episode, and we'll be back next week with a whole new fresh episode. Take it easy, guys. Welcome back, and it's time for <laughs> Development on The Last Guardian is complete. In a tweet that was since deleted but captured by Polygon, Sony Interactive Entertainment producer Yoshida announced today that the PlayStation 4 exclusive has gone gold, indicating that the game will make its December 6th release date. However, the news spread. Yoshida pulled the tweet in less than an hour. Though it's not exactly clear why Yoshida quickly yanked the tweet, the producers might have made an announcement he wasn't supposed to. Uh, update on that. Sony president of Worldwide Studios, Shuhei Yoshida, has now confirmed that the news on Twitter, writing, I've waited a very long time to say this, and The Last Guardian has gone gold. I'm so excited for you all to finally experience it. So, Last Guardian is all actually going to come out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> finally. Good. Glad the game is finally going to come out so that people can fucking play this game and enjoy it Piece and of shit. do whatever the fuck they want with it because it's been it. out for way too... I mean, it's been in talks for way oh, too yeah. long, so... I and hope it's people, fucking fantastic. I, I hope it's great, but I could already see some of the reviews saying, like, awesome, feels like a PS3 game. <laughs> I think people are just going to say that. Those are like, those are, that's like similar to the uh, the Duke Nukem fucking reviews. Yeah, yeah. This <laughs> is great for a 1995 game. Uh, I hope not. I hope it's... Yeah, you know, hope it's fucking a good game. I, you know, it's been talked about for so long, and it's gonna be hard no matter what for them. No matter what they release, Jesse's exactly right. Mm-hmm. People are gonna be like, "Oh, this is complain about something." Yeah, so I mean, <clears throat> with all the hype, we might around complain it. about something. <laughs> Maybe uh, might not be so, good. I really hope that it delivers. That it's really good. I really want the never-ending story again, <laughs> but um, uh, I hope it's, I hope it's solid. Better? So, 
Um, yeah, it's dope. Finally, it's coming out. Are you getting it day one, Jesse? Yeah, I am. I've got a pre-order already. Okay, nice. I should have asked for that day off just to have that day off. What if, they, what if like the, the day comes and they're like, "Oh, our shipment was delayed. It <laughs> was more delay." <laughs> no, no, but like, Sony says like, "Oh no, something happened. and We have to delay the release of the game by one day because our shipment was delayed. The game's good. It's done. We just forgot to ship I, them out of the truck." I think I don't know we why sent I, the trucks out, but no games inside. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! <laughs> <laughs> I have I have a feeling like. You're gonna take the day off. It comes in and not play it. And then no, 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 no. I I could honestly see it. Uh, you texting me is like, hey, I finished already. And I would be like, oh yeah. shit, how was it? You're like, it was good. It was, good. <laughs> I be, it was pretty short. <laughs> I was like, yeah, how long is the game? It's like three hours. <laughs> <laughs> that would suck. I think what if like, it was the greatest three-hour game ever, though? You don't know. Now, yeah, a game that has crap. officially gone gold. We'll talk about a game that just got delayed. Cuphead, delayed to 2017. Of course, Cuphead Studios, MDHR's side scroller with a 1930s cartoon aesthetic, has been delayed to mid 2017 release on Xbox One, Steam, and Windows 10. Studio revealed the delay in the new blog post, saying that throughout this year we discussed reducing the scope, making a 2016 release, but we made a difficult decision to delay the launch in order to ship with our version intact. This game has been announced a long time ago. I mean, this happens. Games get delayed. They want to focus on it. And, it, and sometimes it's surprising, but it does happen to just downloadable mm-hmm. type of indie games. And it looks like a really cool game. Um, again. So take your time. Yeah, take your time. Yeah. It's just kind of like, oh, fuck. Be prepared for you the death threats. Be prepared for the Yeah, yeah. Be prepared for the death threats. What was it? It was, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um... It just reminds me of a uh, uh, God. What was that one uh, Behemoth game? Castle uh, Crashers. Uh, Castle Crashers, yeah. And then Street Fighter HD Remix. Street Fighter Two HD Remix. Oh yeah, that, that, took, that took forever. And that came out like weird too. Like they just kind of did it go unannounced and they're just like, oh, he's gonna come uh, out tomorrow. Yeah, or yeah. Like that. I have a T-shirt that says yeah. it's out this summer, and I'm like, yeah. Yeah, like three summers later. <laughs> yeah. I still have that shirt too. I like it. Yeah, that's a cool shirt. GameStop announced today it will not be taking pre-orders on the NES Classic. No specific reason was given as to why. GameStop revealed this news via an official Twitter in response to one of its followers. The NES Classic will be released on November 11th. It is October 22nd, today while we're recording this, and that is not available to pre-order at all on any retailer-specific thing right now. They're only making 1,000. Is that not even Amazon? Amazon's not doing it. Target did it, but Target did it without knowing any allocation of what they were going to have. And then they so stopped. So it could be bullshit. Yeah, so it could like, be bullshit. <clears throat> it's crazy. It's not uncommon for Nintendo to do this, but then it is <clears throat> uncommon for them to do this. So my guess is there's probably not going to be enough supply ready for the time they want to release this. I think all points. I think it... I was like, I was like, kind of like the rumor the whole time. I was just like, it's going to be the hot... It's going to be a hot commodity. They wanted it to be. I mean, it's, it's probably smart on their end. It really is. It's just like, if you can get it, you can get it. Mm-hmm. If you can't, you can't. Yeah. It's probably something they just want to do that way. I mean, it's probably they probably can't promise a certain allocation at all. They're just going to, they're going to, 
it, yeah, they're gonna do a small run. You're gonna get this little, you know, people that get them. It, almost, I almost think it's almost like a way to just show up, like, hey, look, look at this. Until eventually they actually, like, either they do a full fledged, just like a little virtual console, or they go, okay, next next year or two years some two years from now, the mini SNES, which I know people will fucking lose their shit for. Mm -hmm. uh, just as much if not more uh so uh i don't know i wasn't gonna, i really wasn't planning on getting one but like nostalgia purposes like just for nostalgia i kind of want one just in a box to have <laughs> be kind of cool i want one <clears throat> they're fucking yeah they're nice looking mm -hmm. it's one of their best you know not that it's an original idea, but it's a fucking good idea. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Hopefully you can, but probably it doesn't look like it. It's less than a month already, so. I just hope I don't see fucking gigantic lines for it. I honestly think if anything, like a GameStop will have five copies. A Target will have ten. Yeah. And it, what it seems like that, or maybe, you know what, well, they're like... There's no point. Maybe I don't know. Let's just say Nintendo's like, there's no point. We're giving like a shit ton to everybody, mm -hmm. so you you're not gonna be able yeah, to not find this anywhere. Cause shit, we're gonna have it at fucking Rite Aid. Or they do an initial allotment for a few weeks and then that's it. They just like here, we're front ending it. You can find it if you go out of stores in the next few weeks, and then that's it. It won't now. be hard yeah, to find. And then we're, we'll we'll probably remake them starting next year january february again, so they'll guess. make it tough to find for christmas probably you know and then next year they'll another smush them in that's it like I, if you go out november 11th to get it you'll get one yeah you're good yeah but if if you go wait till the day before christmas now nah, you're probably shit out of luck yeah. yeah which would be smart and i and i still get but i still think that the their 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 numbers like how many they're gonna ship out i don't think it's gonna be that high i don't think they want to you know i don't think it'll be that high but i'll think that you can't for the first couple of weeks you probably can go to any store and it's there yeah you know mm -hmm. and then you're you know people are grabbing it like they're grabbing them so pick it up if you see it if you want one and that's my guess though you can grab it like if you're grabbing a fucking box of cereal so pick it up if you want one yeah, yeah. if you <laughs> yeah, wait then yeah you're gonna yeah be you're like, probably gonna Fuck. be yeah because they're probably not gonna do anything else until next year mm -hmm. probably i don't know what they're really gonna do but i don't know then you're gonna see that going for like a hundred and something on fucking online if it becomes that that crazy to find video game voice actors strike begins after failing to reach an agreement on new contractual terms the screen actors guild american federation of television and radio artists have gone on strike from friday october 21st the list of companies affected by the strike include activision blindlight corp of discovery films disney character voices formosa interactive insomniac games interactive associates Take Two, Voicework Production, and WB Games, Inc. The current deal from the above companies offer an immediate 9% pay raise should SAG-AFTRA union members accept the offer by December 1st. Scott J. Witten of the law firm of Barnes & Thornburg, who represented the interest of the companies, offered the following statement. We had hoped this would be successful, said Witten, but union leadership left mediation without providing a counteroffer. We urge union leaders to put the package to a vote of their membership, but union leaders refused. We improved our offer to demonstrate our willingness to reach a fair, mutual, beneficial agreement after 18 months of negotiation. The 9% rise would be a typical four-hour voiceover session and on-camera day, offer a new rate of 
900 plus an additional compensation of up to 950 per game depending on the amount of the session worked. SAG-AFTRA, however, feels the current offer doesn't meet the union's demands in terms of fair pay. Despite the years of concerted effort in negotiation sessions, video game employers and steadfastly refused to reach a fair deal during the contract negotiations, SAG said earlier. The last attempt to reach an agreement with the video game employers was not successful. Management remains unwilling to agree on fair terms that would bring the interactive contract into the 21st century. Therefore, as of October 21st of 2016, SAG is on strike against the following video game employers with regards to all games that went into production after February 17th, 2015. SAG-AFTRA argues voice actors should receive a cut of sales for every game they work on, in addition to regular fees. While the number of union in demanding isn't known at this point, SAG states that the compensation would be capped and will only apply to successful games. The other area SAG is gunning for change in is for vocal stress. If you've ever played a Borderlands game and heard rabid bandits screaming manically, you'll be familiar with what vocal stress sounds like. That said, SAG defines it so as voice actors are required to stimulate painful deaths, creature voices, grunts, barks, and other stressful vocalizations that could strain and damage their voices, sometimes permanently. What the SAG wants to wants is for recording sessions to be just two hours in length to avoid vocal damage, but still paid at the four-hour rate. The strike has been a year in the making from October of 2015. The union passed a referendum to determine whether to go ahead with the strike, which was met with over 96% of the members voting in favor. Before that, in September, the hashtag performance matters hashtag began trending on Twitter following the announcement of the video game voice actors could be going on strike. So I, I bring this one up because it's very familiar to the writer strike back in like the late 2000s. Mm -hmm. And I remember how that changed everything. But now it's doing it's it's changing that for more of the voice actors for like video games and stuff. Um, hearing what they're saying and some of the changes in terms. Um, I don't know. That's kind of I don't know how you guys feel about that. That's tough. I mean, obviously, if, you know, for for the actors, you know, that are doing it, I, I think I guess one of the things that that's kind of vague is like the whole what defines a successful game. Yeah, I was gonna you know what I mean, like that. Well, remember, is it, remember when Grand Theft Auto Four came out and it was a huge game, but oh, yeah. one of the voice actors was like made these videos on YouTube, like rent Francis the cousin or rent the cousin for a day, and he they were complaining about. This is a successful game. You only pay me this amount. Mm -hmm. I should be getting the same amount or, or getting paid per game or whatever, a certain percentage. But I'm not. I only mm -hmm. got paid. I don't know what the price was. Like, oh, I only got 900 bucks. But this game made a billion dollars. That's not fair. And he was doing those videos like, hey, rent, rent a cousin for a day or some yeah. shit like that he was doing. It, I remember that. It, it's, it's rough because, like, I mean, see, this is, it sounds like this is just um, the voice actors like it's just a voice actors thing you just not have to do anything with any other mediums right that i know yeah video game voice okay. acting yeah so it's kind of rough because i mean like i've heard of this like in other movies too like uh was it i think it's frozen where the character of elsa like the like the the little girl that played elsa when she was young was only paid like a few thousand dollars i think or like like i mean it was literally a low sum and then you hear how much that movie 
you know grossed and how much it made you know it's kind of like the same thing i don't know how that you know how that works or how i mean i you know if i feel like if you're doing it for one it should be the same for the others you know for for movies too but mm -hmm. i mean it doesn't sound like they're they're speaking for that um i don't know man it's that's a, that's a weird one for me that's kind of like and I like like the whole thing about what defines a successful game like what exactly is it is it a specific yeah. number do you have to put in the contract card? this game has to sell this because if you do it like that then it's like well you know like the the person's on there the the publisher's like okay well we're gonna put a higher number then mm. if you want to get you know what deems it i don't know yeah. if there's another mm -hmm. and then sometimes you have games where it's like you know okay you sold three million but we still lost money is that successful you know so what deems a successful game um obviously man i, I mean if if you know you want to see everyone happy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, this is... Yeah, I don't know, man. I just find it interesting because I think... I, I, I could be wrong, but this has kind of been the first type of... That I know, a strike like this for video games. I mean, I'm pretty sure there's been other type of strikes, but like for the voice actors, you like, you know, you don't really get much... You don't hear much about that side of it. Then you do like a, a company closing down or yeah. or is in financial trouble or something um and you know like these voice actors they do a lot of work yeah, you know they no do what yeah. to gauge how much they even get paid because i've never even heard what a voice actor yeah. makes so it's kind of hard to like but I it mean, seems like nothing's really been changed mm -hmm. since like the start of this like yeah. for video games and stuff that um like going back to that grand theft auto 4 like he was like i got paid shit compared to what this game made mm -hmm. so yeah yeah but you're right like what determines a successful game yeah, and, and, and you then can't like really offer everyone back end i mean it's just not it would be you know like a perfect world sure like okay if it sells x amount of games we're gonna give you this much more or this yeah. much more pennies but i mean it just i don't know if i would just do. start doing games for call of duty if i knew those they were for yeah. sure successful just oh. go yeah. For the big yeah, yeah just go for the big ones yeah i so you know yeah so like again this is not talking shit about voice actors i don't know how I'm not. I'm not. I'm just saying. Like, if I was a video game voice actor, and I'm like, I'll only get a certain amount. Fuck that. I'm only gonna do. What? How, what did you get? Did you guys do a sequel before? Yeah. How much did it make? <laughs> yeah. This much? Well, no, because that's it's not considered successful. So fuck you. Again, now I'm not saying that's how they all are. I'm just saying if I if I was doing it, I would just only go for successful games. We all can't be Troy Baker, yo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Although it seems like I love you, Troy Baker. I'm just saying, like, you get some good games. Hey, all you publishers, uh, if there is a strike, I can do some really shitty accents, like a lot of your actors do. Shitty Spanish accent, shitty <laughs> Russian accent, shitty Japanese accent. I'm just hey, who? I'm just what about that lady in Spider-Man Three who was like, "Hey, Spider-Man." What? Remember that? Like, which one? It was Spider-Man Three. Oh, I never saw it. And then no, no, the game, the video game. Oh shit! And there was there was parts where you had to like pick up Mary Jane and like have to pick up hearts. Swing me higher, Peter. Swing me What's higher. Oh shit! I hope they 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 figure it out and then that the voice actors get paid what they deserve. Yeah, stuff yeah. like that. It's it's yeah. hard because I mean I understand like voice like for for like uh, kids shows and other animated shows. I'm pretty sure they have some. I think they all work like some sort of minimum wage or something. Because I like, like I want to see the hardworking voice actors get paid, but I don't want to see fucking movie stars get paid. Oh <laughs> yeah, know, like I know that's Kiefer, a big Kiefer Sutherland. So. I know that's a big problem too with with voice actors and shit. That when mm -hmm. when Hollywood talent in. comes in, they're just like, really, what the fuck? Yeah. Yeah. Kiefer Sutherland. 
You don't even fucking try anymore half the time. I'm just talking about his acting. Not, I mean, as far as like real acting. Like, no, no. After 24, he's just like, fuck this. Yeah. Maybe even before that. Just... Harry's kind of a prick, too. Yeah, that's right here. All right, we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back. See you in a bit. have mail. Holy shit. Hi guys, I know this is going to send Joe over the top, but how long do you predict before season passes and paid DLC comes to VR games? Also, if Konami puts out a Metal Gear Solid VR game, will Jesse buy it? Thanks for the pod. As always, Scott. I will answer mine real quick. Just to get over, over the top, the top. I, I just started doing this like the movie. You said over the top, and I just started thinking about. <laughs> he started flashing his eyes. <laughs> I'm sorry, it's okay. <laughs> I love you so. This messenger, uh, how long will will do you predict before season passes and paid DLC come to VR games? Oh. Um, I will answer mine real quick. Um, if Konami makes a Metal Gear Solid game for VR. Uh, no, because Kojima would have made a more unique VR game, and I'd rather play whatever VR game he comes up with. So, um, I will not, unless Kojima does. It would have just been Snake looking at, uh, Quiet's boobs. <laughs> I mean, you could already do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah technically. But, like, but not yeah. in VR. No, I wouldn't. It, I will I will play a, Kuna, uh, a Kojima VR game. What if they made it, and Kojima was like, oh shit, this is really fucking good. Everybody should try this. Kojima had. I'm gonna tweet Kojima. Kojima. I'm gonna tweet Kojima and be like, Kojima, I love what you. The fuck. I'm gonna be Kojima. I love you, and don't don't have them tell you what to say. Does should Jesse play this? And he'll be like, <laughs> Yeah, because he knows you like personally. Yeah. No, he does. <laughs> hey, he shook my hand, bro. He made you. So to answer the other question, do I see a time where VR games end up with DLC? Uh, probably. It's already technically happened with that Eve game that you want. Yeah. It's heavily microtransactions. Oh, really? Yeah. And it's a $60 game? Yep. Yeah. Oh, yeah. What the fuck? So it's already happened. Um, but, like, to have, a, like, a full-on season pass, I, you know, probably. I just, I don't know. I just, I guess it really just depends on... The game. Yeah, and where, where it takes it. Like, if people start feeling out, like, if they're, like... 
you know, I really don't want to play a 12 hour game on VR. And you know, you just like, that's where the, the trend goes and people just are, are shy away from buying that kind of stuff. Maybe not. Maybe they just realize, you know, like, ah, uh, you know what? Uh, these experiences need to be three to four hours or fucking they make a 12 hour game and they split it up in two, three hours and they sell it in pass that way. So who fucking knows? I, I wouldn't doubt it. I really wouldn't doubt it because they've already done it. They've done it for everything else. So why would video, they do it for this? Yeah, it's a video game. So yeah, yeah. They'll it, do it. It, would, it would suck if it was like a, those 3D movies from back from back then. They're like, oh, now put on your 3D glasses, and it's like, <laughs> but you have to put on your VR headset. That would fucking suck. It's horrible. And it starts. <laughs> and you're like, I haven't put it on yet. Shit, I haven't on, put it on. Right. What if you're fucking? They just get like the season pass. You get like you get like a new fucking game, and all it is is a viewfinder season pass. It's <laughs> <laughs> just different. Pages. This is bullshit. <laughs> um, you you saying that, and then I was thinking season passes. One that I could see where it works, and I actually I think they're talented enough to actually do a really good type of game in, in the genre they work on. Uh, Telltale Games. Yeah, they can you know, really. like if they did a game to them that made sense to do it in <laughs> yeah. VR, like. I could see them do a really cool job, and their games are what usually two hours, every episode. Every episode mm-hmm. yeah. That that would be a game if they came out with one. I'd buy that right oh, away yeah. to experience it every month and see how that is. I just thought like no long ago I thought about this and I just rethought about it again. Would you buy like a VR version of fucking uh, Fatal Frame? Or would that be no? That be too much for you? You could literally VR like be holding up a fucking camera and just be like. So I'd have to. Oh shit! Yeah, that actually. Yeah, you can actually use the fucking controller. The you can hold controller. a controller. Oh, and, and you like, lift it up. That's fucking cool. I'd shit myself, but yes. <laughs> I know. I was thinking about that because I was like thinking about the the Wii U one, right? The one where you can use it, uh, the the gamepad like that. And I was thinking, fuck, you could do a VR one. And you just hold the controller, and your controller is your fucking camera. But yeah, thank you, Scott, for that question. So that is the end of the show. If you want to send us a question like Scott, send it to us at thirdpartycontrollerpodcast at gmail.com. You can also follow us at thirdpartycontrollerpodcast on Instagram. I am your host, Jesse Lira, with... Oh, Dirty Beto Esparza. And... The Giant Joe Ramirez. And we may not be as good as everyone else, but we gotta get the job done. I forget later. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> I forget my name. <laughs>